0: Alright, so here we are for episode number 14 of the Pursuit of Sound with Double Crown. Uh, I am your host, Philip Ward, aka Double Crown, and I got my boy right here, Anthony Ginta, the man himself, the myth, man, and legend. How goes it? Say what up?
1: Yo, what's going on? It's going really well. Super stoked to be here. This has been a long time coming, man. I appreciate you having me
0: dude for real man yeah I mean I it's like I gotta have everybody that I know that is like in the music industry on my podcast just like like for real and we were in a band together like two bands together dude and we lived in what two different places went to Costa Rica uh for a surf trip dog like we I, you know, was there when you got married. Thank you so much for letting me have the honor of uh, DJing your wedding. That was beautiful, and congratulations again and again and again.
1: Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was an honor having you provide those fucking vibes for everybody. And thank you. Yeah, dude. What can we say? It does go back quite a while. Uh, like you said, a couple bands, many, many memories, and uh, yeah, happy to uh, indulge in those.
0: It, it's been clean over 10 years now that since we've released music under uh, our old band, uh, our second old band, This Is Home. We were just looking up uh, <laughs> some artifacts on YouTube of, of <laughs> the music. Um, yeah, This Is Home. I at least saw the song release on there and a bunch of our behind-the-scenes studio sort of montages and stuff that we had fun editing together, dude, and shooting. That was amazing. We were geeky back then. This is home TV. All one word on YouTube. Go check it out. Type in release afterwards. Boom. Is dead. Oh my god, dude. Our freaking... uh, We made a short horror film. It's so bad. It's so good that it's like... (laughs) <laughs>
2: Yo.
1: Lives on forever, man. Fucking priceless. Can't yeah, even. definitely check out This Is Home TV on YouTube. Go down that rabbit hole. It's it's worth it. Uh
0: yeah, dude. I I'm just looking at us like from 2010 right now and oh my god. Like we couldn't even grow a lick of facial hair practically. <laughs> have a hard time man oh come on I see you <laughs> I see you though dude the, the this is home is dead one has like 330 views oh my god hell yeah
1: making it making
0: it in the big times for sure like please somebody said I don't even know who this is Johnny Matias please stick to music acting isn't your thing are you guys <laughs> doing the zombie walk this year what what <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh my god I can't even dude it's, it's just too funny it's just so much inside jokes
2: uh huh
1: but ironically didn't live on too much longer after that video was released almost like a little bit of a foreshadowing I think that may have been the last fucking video that we uploaded as
0: a yeah, band isn't that fucking weird dude man I hate that I mean not really but like it's just weird that like uh sometimes like hindsight is 2020 and like it really was kind of just like it actually is the last video that we did upload and it yep. was yep. pretty it was pretty self-prophesizing
2: Indeed, indeed
1: it I was. But man a- yeah, I mean like This is Home is still to this day like one of my most proud projects. Um that was really in a sense like you know I look at it as like my baby. Like when I look at like all the bands I've been in in the past, like that was the one that 110% was poured into like
0: having a band house, sharing a room with you dog. Like, Oh my bed. God, dude, I can't believe we did that. That was,
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. We, I mean, yeah, dude, we went in hard and we were
0: uh, saving the most well, money. Was, I'll tell you that much when we were splitting yeah. that room was that we were saving the most money by splitting that room that is so true oh That's my so god
1: true. getting a deal on the rent fuck yeah oh my god
0: just smoking <laughs> out the, the freaking bathroom and the, oh my god dude
1: couldn't have done it with anybody else in the band
0: yeah sure. straight up it was, dude. it
1: was smooth sailing with you so we
0: were geeking dog it was awesome
1: uh huh, uh huh. But yeah, man, just, yeah, those, in the, in the, what, year and a half or two years we were together, I think we released some of the most, um, uh, profound kind of music that, that I think I've ever been a part of writing. Um, still impressed with your guitar work, you know, Matt's lyricism, everything. Um, it just came together really magically, uh, magically, really.
0: Yeah. It's, it's for all those that, haven't heard of this is home there's a lot of you (laughs) that haven't heard of this this is home but we were a band here in charleston and um we made some sort of like almost like circus survivey like indie instrument like not instrumental um indie like experimental is what i meant to say like kind of rock you know like some hard but ambient kind of type of vibes almost similar to gods in a way but not like Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, yeah, yeah, you know, kind of like you know, we had our, we had our, it, it was a very interesting band, man. I mean, sheesh, dude. Uh, I want to almost like just play a little bit of, oh, okay, here's the rest of them, dude. I mean, here, I'll play disease. This is the first one on. <laughs> If a band were to come out with this type stuff today, I'd still be stoked on it, even, like, as a listener.
1: Honestly, same, man. Yep. Yup. It, it gets me goosebumps, man. Maybe that's just because, you know, we wrote the music, but, I, dude, it definitely hits. It hits the soul, for sure.
0: Yeah, what's the word I'm thinking of? It was almost just very, like, precocious of us for our age. I think it was like we were this one was very meditated and kind of wise like we had Matt on our side which definitely I think helped like up, like uplift our musical like like our best foot forward musically like we, we knew Matt was like part of the 100th and shit and like you know to be in the project with him I think I definitely ever, I was this is like some of my I had to dig deep for these, you know, we all had to dig deep for this stuff.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, I remember seeing you spending hours just like writing guitar leads, like really meticulously crafting and using the correct textures and tones. Like everything was premeditated. And um, yeah, man, it's just been so long. I, I know, you know, yeah, I see a lot of that in God's like your current project and it's for me it's been so long since I've been able to like fully indulge in that creative process and uh yeah
0: man it's exciting to, to revisit these these videos and, and these memories. Yeah dude. It's um you know, I think it's like yeah, it's definitely really special, man. We were we, we set those those tracks in stone for life. Matt now is doing his thing, you know running um he's got this venue in um columbia south carolina called the main course and it's nice i've been there i saw a show there actually it was really really nice get really nice can't lie and um you know he's been doing his damn thing dude he he's got a an episode on this podcast actually call back go listen to the matt tootin episode
1: nice nice yeah matt is a mastermind just a yeah man he he's a master of his craft for sure whether that be uh the writing process the performance the um, recording process for other artists or yeah i didn't even know he owned a venue i mean he he is uh the embodiment of of
0: music and creativity and yeah, yeah utmost respect to to matt tootin you know, straight up dude. I love that dude and I'm very proud of him. I'm super duper proud of him. He's actually doing things. You know, like so he really is. Like and and this is like okay, so for our listeners, Anthony used to, yeah, obviously live in Charleston. Um we all, you know, coexisted for that band, um, in the same couple houses. Um, in West Ashley, South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina. But yeah, basically that um it's a little bit of our past and whatnot, and then now he, you ended up moving out to Austin, and then from there you ended up relocating out to Tempe, Arizona. I'm not uh, Tucson, Arizona. Tucson. That's what yep. I meant to say. Sorry. Yep.
1: No, it's all good. Yeah.
0: Um, and um, and you've been out there for wait how long again? Right now, sorry.
1: Uh, it'll be one year in
2: November
0: word okay so and um what's it what's what's the what's the music scene like from your perspective out there like just even like what however involved or not you are like what does it seem like to you out there
2: yeah
1: yeah so um even before moving out here you know i like uh, Join some Facebook groups, uh, you know, talented Tucson musicians, or um, yeah, there's a few of them similar to that. And you know, to, to be honest, for the most part, I don't want to disrespect, but it does seem like a lot of um, maybe more what people would quote unquote
2: say like washed up like metalheads. I don't know. Oh my yeah, God. It's, <laughs> it's like
1: older older guys that want to play like. Metal, um,
0: which yeah. hey, that's cool, it's just not really my, cuisine, but <coughs> yeah, dude, sorry, yeah, oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you, it's it's funny, man, people people still really f- like metal, mm hmm,
1: hmm, I can see it, I can see it, it's just you know, I mean, me, like. I, I was kind of grown up on like reggae music which kind of turned into ska music
2: which eventually you know got into like pop punk and experimental rock like I could definitely do some screamo but definitely more on
1: like that side of the spectrum and when it gets to be like too heavy um I mean there's definitely a few bands out there that I really really respect um Animals as
2: Leaders um Tools really cool that can get kind of dark and heavy um you know, there's a lot of really great, talented bands that I can
1: appreciate. It's just hard for me to like fully um, immerse myself in that listening experience. If that makes sense?
0: Oh no, it definitely makes sense, man. I uh, yeah, I had a little lick of uh metal back in the day, like run th- run through me. Um, it was like I don't know, man. I had I had my my specific flavors like. Just certain, like, what was it? Like, Avenged Sevenfold. Granted, they're not really metal like that. Like, I didn't... I don't know. Maybe All Shall Perish. Like, a few All Shall Perish kind of type joints. Like, I don't know. I wasn't into, like, the heavy, heavy, heavy stuff, to be honest. It just sounded too... uh, I don't know. It's, like, kind of went from first to last. Went from, like, what they first were to, like, that heroin album. Where it was just, like... Ugh. Like, I don't like the sludgy kind of type shit.
1: Yep, yep, same, same. But, yeah, I mean, you know, to each their own. But, yeah, I, I get the, the vibe out here that the music scene isn't really, like, too alive and well. Um, I have met, like, a few dudes who, like, moved here from other cities recently. And we've been jamming, kind of writing some some rock-style music, which is cool. But, um yeah, the, the the future will will tell. Um, I'm still still on the search, you
0: know. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you, dude. It is what it is, man. That's uh, I'm glad that you at least like kind of, you know, started to to put your your feelers out for for your your new city and like you know just kind of like. You know like that's it's so important man like you're such a good drummer you know what i mean like that it's just like i don't know man guess like just want to see the the dream still alive in a way you know what i'm saying like i like to see that like whereas like i don't know like i don't really see like rod like i don't hear about rodney really doing much stuff anymore you know what i mean <laughs> Um. What,
1: yeah, what the, I understand, he's playing, playing drums at Seacoast
0: Church. Oh, something like that, and yeah, actually. Thinking, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, that's cool. Uh, like, I want to... Uh, but I, I know, don't know what you mean. Like, yeah. dude, Rodney's
1: got such raw freaking talent, dude. I had to learn Rodney's parts in Rewind at Last Glance.
2: When mm. Rodney went and played with Friends for Hire, I got to be his replacement.
1: <laughs> uh, and... Learning those parts pushed me to a whole new limit um, in a in a different direction that I've never been before, and I respect the fuck out of that dude, and would love to see him like just go full force creative um, into something again.
0: Yeah, he was just one of those. So, for listeners that don't know, basically, um, so. <laughs> Call back to episode one or two um, with Deslin Price, my, uh, our our good homie, band, ex-bandmate, current bandmate for me, and like, basically that our first band was at last, our second band technically, Deslin and I's, um, was At Last Glance, and then uh, that was where we're talking about Rodney, he was the drummer of that band, and he ended up, like you said, going to this other band, Friends for Hire, that that some of us, some other of us in the band (laughs) (laughs) fucking were traitors, dude. I don't even know. I feel so... Hey, man.
1: You know, we're we're all guilty of it to some extent. I left my band in Myrtle Beach and moved to to Charleston and just said, like, I mean, we were all kind of looking for that next step to carry our music career and
0: yeah man you know, we've been chas- like we were chasing it decisions. we were chasing the dream dude like we, we f- being at our bass player uh, um for at last glance slash the moment slash into this is home <laughs> yep johnny braddock's mom's house oh my gosh like just Sitting there on the family computer, sending out MySpace messages like from the band <laughs> <laughs> account, just booking shows, figuring out our tours. Like,
1: it's like our whole we come into that hole, like downstairs from the garage to the <laughs> living room. Like, it was our office, dude. We were in business.
0: <laughs> the Xbox area, like with the TV, our Lost, like where we watched The Lost.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. Lost Halo in oh, yeah. music Call of Duty yeah, MySpace and dude. Sweet
0: Tea <laughs> and Chicken Nuggets like
1: <laughs> yes so good
0: no we wrote so much stuff in that garage we really did we really did man
1: yeah so grateful for Johnny and, like, dude, yeah, it's just crazy, like, hearing you talk about all these different episodes and, like, having Matt on, having Deslin on, and just, like, realizing how connected the the music community really is in, in Charleston, and Johnny moved, shit, like, all the way up to Oregon for a band, and then, like, yeah, moved all the way home to join At Last Glance after you rejoined. Anyway, not to get lost too much in the weeds, but uh, yeah, no, like, it'd be like much that. respect to to Johnny and his family for letting us like really chase our dreams, pursue our dreams. Or just like, here is the space you can write music here, you can commandeer this whole area. We're gonna cook you chicken nuggets and make you sweet tea, and we're gonna get you guys a van and go on tour. You know, like you can't ask for um, more supportive parents.
0: You know. You're really right, man. And I'm very grateful for Johnny's parents as well, dude. That was something that like I couldn't see really my parents pulling off at that point. No, I love my my mom and my stepdad. i yeah, my mom and my stepdad, dude. I, I really do. And like they this is this is a, a, a very un kinda talked about thing. Like honestly, growing up, I was always my common denominator really was music like no matter what i did which i did a lot of things you know what i'm saying i'm just trying to boil the point down to being like as much as as much i was involved with music all the time and how that should i feel like (sighs) i don't really want to like dog my parents like that but like they kind of weren't really like supportive or like realistic about like the (sighs) Just, like, supporting the whole cause with music and stuff. And, like, because, you know what I'm saying? Like, I come from a different family. Like, I I feel like, excuse me, I was expected almost to basically become, like, something in the medical field based on, like, my family's history.
2: Right, right.
0: Um. So, I feel like they kind of just, like, were whatever about it up until it really was just actually my full-time thing. And then they started to be like, okay, we're, you know, we yeah. support, we, we see what you what, how you like want to do music and like make sure that happens. Like it's, it's it because like, believe me, man, everything from like my habitual beat making on like random surfaces like i remember being overseas with my family on the eiffel tower and i just it was just one of those itches i always made beats and i remember we were on the eiffel tower and i just started making a beat on the side of the eiffel tower just casually and my stepdad was like he would do the same thing like all the time he would always try to stifle like stop me from like doing things like that he was just like don't do that like At that age, like, 16 years old, like, they were trying to, like, kind of, I feel like, shape me into something that was very much, like, an old school shape. And I just, you know what I mean? And, like, not really understanding that, like, as much as my parents love music, that it wasn't for their kid. Like, is what they thought, kind of, I believe. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm and you know that's probably just coming from a nothing it's it's the right way to be um because we you know while you were talking that whole time i'm I'm like you know we have also things to teach our parents and to show our parents because living today is not like it was you know when they were uh in their young 20s or 30s um i think People are pushing the envelope and people are like making careers and livings out of things that our parents never even thought was possible. Like we are the generation that said like, nah, this is what I wanna fucking go for. But to back up, I think it was just coming from a protective point, right? Of like, this is what's gonna be good for you. Like you're, you know, they are stifling your your creativity, but maybe not so intentionally, maybe just more, trying to look out for you but they didn't even realize what was fully possible if that makes sense and you got to teach them that like anything is possible in this life if you set your mind to it and now they have seen you become successful and make a living for yourself by playing music and now it's easy for them to see.
0: Yeah, it's just just crazy. I hope you're right. All those points are super. These days
1: is what counts, right?
0: It's like the dude. Everything from I think like the advent of technology and the internet, like being able to facilitate people to be more like you can. You can just teach yourself an instrument and or anything, whatever, really. And like, boom, like you can just sit there and even teach yourself like to become like the best musician. You know what I mean? Like, some of the best musicians are self-taught, like, to that regard. Like, and it's just, it's amazing. That's what I love about it. Like, music is so, one of the things that always trips me out about music is that it's just, like, as, as everybody has the same kind of, like, means to the end with music, there's, it's so elastic. Like, you can be making metal music to express yourself. You can be making, um like delta beats like soundscapes like that could be your music like you could you could be somebody that like scores for films yeah. like sound designers like on the special effects dude like th- it's crazy man like I want like there's so many possibilities in the industry like is what like it's it's really like it's dude and there's always a job for somebody that's good at whatever the job is like Boom! If you're if you're really bringing some heat to the table as like a whatever your musical capabilities are, you're you can you'll you'll have a job. You'll you'll create your own demand.
1: So true, man. I love that. I love that.
0: Dude, amen. And like, what have you been listening to? I actually rewind. What was that? You before we started recording, you were talking about uh something about going to see a band.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're um, driving up to the Phoenix area, uh, actually here tomorrow after we get off work, and we're going to see this band called Kronbin, and they're playing at the Mesa Theater.
0: Wait, spell it and say where again?
1: So I'm going to have to type it out. To, it's K-R-A-U-N-G-B-I-N, which is like Arabic or something for airplane. And, um, yeah, basically it's these three people, guitar-based drums, mostly instrumental. They do, like, some collabs, too, uh, with some vocalists. And, uh, yeah, I think they're based out of Houston, Texas. Kind of world music. Um, They just remind me of, like, kind of trippy, psychedelic cowboy rock. Like, I don't know. I really don't even know how to describe it. You'd have to uh, check out uh, one of their albums.
0: Yeah, it seems like...
1: Texas Sun yeah, Texas Sun um,
0: That one's pretty chill Leon
1: Bridges, that's one of their collabs um, But yeah, if you type in like Crombin um, Oh, what is it? The Universe Smiles Upon You That whole album is like Pure Crombin, instrumental Really chill vibes
0: I'm typing it in But
2: yeah, pretty much listening Anything from that to like yeah, really funky um, type shit. I don't know,
1: man. I, I listened to, like, just about anything that fucking vibes, if you feel me.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to listen to the first track off of this, The Universe Smiles Upon You album by Krongvin. Mm-hmm. It's almost, like, throws me back almost to, like, basically um an artist that I feel like we were really heavy into when we were, like... Um, steady mobbing and this is home like uh esperanza spalding mm-hmm. that first mm-hmm. mr white song for some reason kind of just like br- like just quickly caught me as like that jazzy vibe that. you
1: definitely see that dude much respect to esperanza yeah if y'all listeners out there like any sort of uh jazz like sort of like i wouldn't even know what to call it's almost like uh
0: oh yeah like a- Jazz or something. It's got like a nice backbeat to it. Like neo jazz is just ain't soul, and she plays the bass while she's singing. I mean, just oh whew. yeah, she crushes the double bass and the electric bass. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: she's just a beast, dude.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good album, man. We used to rock that all the
0: time. Hmm. Somebody who I wish I. Dude, okay, Imogen Heap. You remember Imogen Heap?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Dude, that chick is a genius. Do you know that she came? Do you? Do you know that she came out with um. Okay, I think it was, like, a TED Talk or something like that. I'm pretty sure it might have actually really been a TED Talk. And it was, like, her demonstrating her gloves that were fashioned into a literal musical instrument. Like... What? Dude, oh, my God. Okay, basically, it's, like, the glove has, like, it's got to have something in it. Like, a some sort of gyroscopic thing that understands, like where the hand is oriented on like an xyz axis like where your hand is in space like how much vertical how horizontal how at a uh angle it is and based on even finger movements and stuff like it actually like everything is articulations and like tonal shifts like, with your hand orientation and stuff like that, like, I haven't watched this in a minute but, dude, I'm trying to tell you and all the listeners, yes like, I-M-O G-E-N space H-E-A-P it's this lady from England who is a producer, engineer, singer, songwriter, mastermind, inventor, like, literally, all that um, at the very least, and um, yeah, dude I, I haven't heard anything from her for a second, but I just wanted to slip that in there.
1: Yeah, I've actually got it pulled up. is the uh Mimu gloves or like the Mi dot M U gloves. Uh I guess. I haven't oh, Yeah. No, that's cool man. It kinda reminds me of like are you familiar with the instrument the theremin?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly.
1: Oh yeah, but like way of different too
0: in its own lane that is really really cool yeah like this is i i wonder what she's been doing lately man because every time i go back and listen to that ellipse album dude i it literally i will i will cry dog no hesitation dude it just brings me back to this that she knows what she's she just has this dude uh I don't even know. she's she's just damn, damn straight, like one of my faves of all time.
1: I'm gonna have to uh, pay her another visit. I know I've like heard tracks here and there and been super impressed. I love her her voice, super unique. Which album did you say?
0: Dude, ellipse, E-L-L-I-P-S-E And then dude, now seeing this, there's apparently like an NPR Tiny Desk concert with her doing her gloves I do believe, it's what it looks like I'm trying to wait for these ads, because I don't want to pay 99 cents a month (laughs) No, but Hold on, hold on, hold on First one is like No, 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 wait, 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 wait There's a few different songs on here, apparently Last one, she brings up the gloves She's wearing like two Michael Jackson gloves and like Dog. It's like, ah. Oh, they're even given like a screenshot of like what she's doing on Ableton. She's got her own custom plugins on Ableton. Dude, I. Kn- oh. Wait. No, 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 no. This is Glover. It looks like. Oh, no, no, no. Glover is open on top of Ableton. This is crazy. I'm, they show the laptop that it's running the shit from. She has her own fucking custom software, dog.
1: Holy shit. that
0: is advanced yo if you look into it oh my god this is ugh what is happening with this instrument dude is she like hoarding dude I don't even know like it's like she devised this thing and I don't even know I'd probably be really I'd probably be really protective of like the patent around that actually as well like I don't know
1: it looks like they are for sale at minugloves.com What? <laughs> 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 yeah, you got, um,
0: it. <laughs> and then you get like the app that downloads with it. You can get it on your phone or your computer. Oh my god, no, I'm seeing this. What? How much is this? Uh buy oh, now just...
1: looks like it's in um
0: yep. euros you gotta create an account oh uh, on. no you could probably search it how much do memu gloves cost there you go wait a second glover the software okay that powers image in heaps m-i-m-u gloves is now available to buy as standalone product priced at $159? Wait, Clover interprets gestures made in three-dimensional space and can translate them That's to run a MIDI or oscillator controller. Whoa. $159? That's it?
1: That seems unbelievable. I thought it was going to be, like, in the thousands.
0: No, now I'm looking at things that are talking about Oh my god, dude! This is ugh, the internet's so fucky, dude. This I'm seeing everything from five thousand pounds, which is around sixty four hundred dollars back in twenty nineteen, ah, oh, to like okay. twelve hundred, thirteen hundred pounds, tw- six twenty six hundred pounds. Ah, it's yeah. I don't know. This is weird. I don't. I'll have to look more into it later. But yeah, it's just like that. I just. I'm just tripping out about, like, leaps and bounds made in music lately, kind of.
1: Yeah, yep, totally. Oh, another, um... I don't know why this just popped in my head. Um. Another artist. Everybody should freaking check out. Dude, I've been loving this this album. Um, shit, what is her name? It is... Um... Uh, we'll come back to it. Mm.
0: <laughs> All good. Yeah, but we even, um... Yeah, seriously, just replugging. Go listen to some This Is Home tracks. They are on the This Is Home T V um YouTube channel. All one word, this is home. Just as you think it would be spelled, T V. No spaces, all one word. That's our channel link uh channel name. And then, um Yeah, fuck it, dude. I'll play it. let me let me play another one for good old... Old time's yeah, sake. So let's do some purging. Okay. Alright, we'll we'll listen to purging. So this is home. Um
1: shout out to Jesse Polchowski. yup
0: yeah, Right. He he was he came in on guitar later. Um and, and just kind of uh he was there right in the time that we needed him and he was just a cool cat. He um ooh he's in this picture, dude. It's funny, he, he didn't he he wasn't a part of any of the writing process, from what I remember, but he was definitely a cat that was there and down for the cause.
1: For sure, agreed, agreed.
0: Um, he's in this picture. It's crazy, man. All these this brings back so much memories. All right, so here it goes. It starts out just, um, busting it wide open here. This was, it just reminds me of how much it's like, it was a live experience actually, like for real.
1: Mm-hmm. Like We had, Dog, well, you remember the TV, we had TVs on top of the, on top of the amps, like with the static going.
0: For real, okay. man, we had the light boxes, the TVs yep. on top of our, dude, uh. huge amps, man. Like, back then, yo, we were really pumping some watts, like, I remember... We, Johnny had the huge, um, our bass player, eight yeah, he had ten. the huge 8x10 Ampeg, um, I had, like, the big-ass Marshall half-stack, freaking Matt had the spawn half-stack, um, you had the truth kit, no, wait, J. J C. J J uh, wait, what was it again?
1: Uh, was that SJC? SJC, S-J-C? that's
0: right, yeah, SJC kit with the custom... Resonance head, like with the dream,
1: uh huh. Uh-huh. All that, which, yeah, sent by Ravens. If anybody remembers them, <laughs> freaking,
0: yeah, got that kid from Dane, they fucking threw down, yeah, dude.
1: Nears of uh, South Carolina music scene for sure.
0: They really, they were, they, they, they managed to do it with where they were at, which was what was it, was it Florence, South Carolina.
2: Lawrence,
0: yeah. They, which is a. For those who don't know, it's. For South Carolina, it's pretty much Greenville, Myrtle Beach, Columbia, or Charleston. Everything else is basically just like. Bumfuck nowhere. Lawrence, <laughs> Cornfields.
1: Signed to Rise Records, man. Like, exactly. was it Rock or no? Tooth and Nail.
0: Tooth, Tooth and, and Nail? nail I,
1: think. I think so. Yeah, same label as Under Oath. But then they got dropped not too long after
0: that, so... But anyway... Yeah, New Fire, dude, this has 1.2 million views. Damn. That's crazy. That is crazy. Oh my god, but that was 12 years ago, but still. Like, we definitely... Chilled with them, like, Super Heavy played shows with them. Like, oh my gosh. This is like that warp tour stuff, man. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's so crazy, man. Cause all that that whole wave definitely passed away. Like, but what's crazy is that like there, there'll be like that one random friend of mine that still is like, yo, like th- I'm <laughs> that is like just. Randomly into Screamo, still, and that like will be like, Yo, like, seriously, like, I see stars is still crushing it, or something. I'll be like, <coughs> <laughs> Yeah, i just be like, Damn, like, yeah, I feel like yeah. I kind of outgrew that sound. I, I hate to put it like that, but that's kind of like the first way it kind of occurs to me, you know what I mean? Like, it just like all that. It's
1: really kind of just, like, the
0: same formula over and over with, like, slightly different variations. And, you know, I think,
1: yeah, I think people, I could be wrong, you know, maybe they get more for, like, the nostalgia Piece of it, maybe it just kind of like lights up their soul in a certain way that is just reminiscent of a certain time. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, to each their own. Everybody's got a little little something that hits them in a certain way, and that's that's all good too. But oh yeah, yeah.
0: Like no, for sure. Like everybody's definitely a it, definitely um, what's the word? they have the liberty, yeah, to like whatever music they like, I mean it, believe me, like, some people I'll still have some random ass friends that would be like, dude no, but for real, like, that Paramore album on vinyl, though, sounds sick, I'll be like okay. I'll be like, I bet it does uh-huh. I, I just I, I just don't listen to like, Taking Back Sunday or Since His Fail, or you know <laughs> Haw- Hawthorne's Hawthorne Heights like that anymore um but um did we not talk about have you you know about um in Las Vegas apparently the um when we were young fest you familiar with this you have you heard of I'm Wim- not with that no when we were young yeah it's a ah, i think it's happening here so- hold on let me type this in really quick, so oh, get is this.
1: this like, I'm sure I've seen a flyer. Okay, it's like a bunch of like, uh, bands from, from our era.
0: Dude, it's the same dude that did Warp Tour is doing this. Uh-huh. So this is October 22nd, um, and ends on the 29th. Oh my God, it's now a seven day thing. Holy shit. Okay, because it started out being super heavily memed as being physically impossible because I think it was supposed to initially be on one day only with, like, a fucking smorgasbord of, like, all these artists and it would be, like, logistically impossible. Everybody was, like, making fun of it, like, memeing it out, like... People sweating bullets that are like to put like that are like stage hands to like try to make sure everything happens in like the right amount of time because it was like if you look at the the main like graphic for it it's a bajillion bands from back then.
1: Damn. Yeah, I'm trying to pull
0: it up right now. My computer's going. Look at All right, yeah. so it's I'll, all right. I'll read it off. All right, we're talking about My Chemical Romance, Paramore, AFI. A Day to Remember, uh, like, Bright Eyes, Avril Lavigne, freaking Four Years Strong, um... Uh, this is a blurry image, hold on. Yeah, and then also Bring Me the Horizon, Taking Back Sunday, The Used, Manchester Orchestra, Jimmy Eat World, who else is that? The Main, uh, nice. Dance, Gavin dance, dance, The All-American Rejects, which is one of my faves, I actually really like them. uh uh-huh. Um... Since his failed Bayside, uh, yeah, Boys Like Girls, you know, these are all the wa- Silverstein, Amberlyn Thursday, Story of the Year, Ginny Eat, World, Armor for Sleep, We the Kings, like, Hawthorne Heights, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, this is, you know this is everybody, 303?
1: fucking wild, dude. Sayosin? What works for
0: this? Sayosin. Mayday Parade. This is home at last. glance?
2: <laughs> I'm
1: there, bro. This
0: sto- the um <laughs> the soundtrack.
1: Yes, yes, dude. A bird, a sparrow.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yo, no shit. I still get that song stuck in my fucking head uh, every now and then. What? Oh shit. What was it?
0: What was it?
1: Oh fuck! It was so goddamn catchy, dude. <sighs> Um, I don't know now. No, I know
0: which one you're talking about. It's this one right here. Boom. Warning. The following playback may explode your speakers. speakers. What? Is this the moment?
2: Dude, that or fucking
0: hit the lights right oh my god i love to hit the lights hold on.
2: i, I can remember how i got here from that december <laughs> when i was 18 so young and i with a plan on my mind and no track of time It's took a few tries for me to realize that there is something there's gotta be something Dude, pretty
1: fucking good, man. Pretty catchy.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was really, that was. Ugh, man, that shit should have should have popped off. Ugh, (laughs) whatever, man. This is.
1: all these weird situations we've gotten ourselves in, you move into to, to Texas to join that band and I think, like, what, like, a couple weeks later it kind of, like, disassembled a little bit, like, similar to, like, when I joined At Last Glance, like,
2: Dan and
1: fucking Josh like, both quit, like, two weeks later like, what the fuck, like mm.
0: yeah, I forgot this, about Josh oh my god, I completely forgot, dude, so- <laughs> my god so many people were a part of that last glance it's like r- ridiculous mitch forrester now like me um mm-hmm. uh yeah freaking uh josh what was his last
1: name bron reuther
0: no 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 oh no no no. Skipper. what was the um that other like christian guitarist
1: yeah josh skipper
0: skipper that's what it was yes and josh yeah. Braunreuther and then um jake was basically in the band
1: Pretty much. He's
0: the only one that's got a tattoo, at least, so... Yeah, he's still... I feel like he's still pissed about that. Probably. He'd be like, yo. (laughs) None of y'all held up to y'all's end of the agreement or something like that. Like, wait, what? (laughs) I got the tattoo, but nobody else did. He'll (laughs) He'll, like, always wear a watch over that, like, side of his wrist.
1: Oh, man funny funny i feel i yeah i love jake so much dude. we we did him dirty a few times (laughs) oh my god dude
0: not as dirty as oh i can't even say it nope we know we won't talk about that (laughs) (laughs) nothing about the okay no simply nothing no yeah we already know what we're talking we'll save that for after the podcast totally (laughs) Uh, oh man that was just man I just I really do like those are such shaping moments man like for us musically and just historically personally come on dude we we were out there here chasing the dream
1: literally yep i feel so blessed to have shared those moments with you and with Deslin and Mitch and Matt and uh, everybody who who played. There's too many people to name, but like you know, specifically, man, like especially at Last Glance and This Is Home. Like that whole crew, like really just touring and putting everything that we have out there, and like really trying to do something with our music, like and having the support, the mutual support, whether the individual situations were weird with our parents, but like overall collectively, like we were, we were supported, we were backed up and nobody was putting up roadblocks and we were young and hitting the road and really trying to push the boundaries with no fucking roadmap homie. And I think that's respectable. I think that builds a lot of character and a lot of memories um, that yeah, not a lot of people have the opportunity to experience, man, and I feel blessed for that.
0: Oh no, for real, man. Um, oh, dude, like, oh man, I'm just thinking about that EP. Space was cool. We it was it was disease was the first track, then it went into like space or purging, and then purging, purging. or space, and then release. Really
1: and then release Mm-hmm. and then we released what um time oh and oh uh, rebirth
0: oh my god dude
1: ah. those were or, dude, yeah those I love last that. three
0: I need to play that how the fuck
1: yeah when I was talking about like or when I was thinking earlier about you like meticulously crafting these guitar licks specifically I was thinking of fire oh Uh, dude I can't even like mimic it but dude I mean just so well thought out and feels like a fire dancing like you really know how how to bring shit to life homie
0: oh thank you dude I was so um I remember, I remember very distinctly, actually, the, the devising of those licks, man. I was just in, I remember I was still living with, like, my parents, dude, type shit. And, like, I was just in, like, like my bedroom at that time, and I was just, like, sitting there, and I was just like, man, like, I need some good licks to get me the fuck out of here. And, like... Like literally like where you kind of like for people that are like it's like almost like that starving artist mentality where it's just like Dude, you're really only as good as like what you can show for and like I I just remember having to push my boundaries and like Really try to that like that whole that next EP So we it's like we had two EPs basically, right? So like the first the 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 backbone one Backbone EP was that was the disease purging space release. And then yep. the next EP, okay, yeah, so we had seven songs total. First EP had four songs, second one had three songs, which was Fire, um, Anxiety, wait.
1: Oh, Anxiety was on Backbone. I was thinking, I was like, there was five on the first No, one.
0: Okay. that's what it was, five on the first, Yeah, including Anxiety. Oh, my God.
1: Space led into Anxiety flawlessly. It was a nice, like, build-up and then release. And then, uh, yeah, then we released
0: Time, Fire, and Rebirth. Oh, my God, dude. I'm, like, trying to, like, like just go and start trying trying to rummage through my emails. like. huh Man, I I really want to hear fire for sure. I was super lit on that, like even that, um that's probably my proudest solo, like guitar solo damn near of all time.
1: Dude, rightfully so, man. That yeah. So so well written. I'm trying to find it here as well. God.
0: It would be from
2: yes. and Let's see.
0: Right? I'm like trying to find I feel like Three different emails I'm trying to look through right now.
1: Here we go. Um fire. Perfect. And I'm gonna forward it to you
2: oh,
0: yes the okay. best email. Do it to um uh P-H-I-L-I-P at D B L C R W N Perfect. Yeah. Alright. Sent. I can't wait, so what I do is like i'll I'll basically splice in like the real audio on post production for this, but um so that it's not like when when the episode actually gets posted like it's not like having to listen to it through my speakers, it'll be direct audio. I'll go ahead and do the Perfect. the gra- the footwork to get the direct audio for these, but yeah, all right, so let me check that really quick, hold on,
1: and then I'm sending you rebirth oh and- please,
0: please, I need these uh where is oh nasty
1: boys high and free oh my god <laughs> uh...
0: <sighs> <clears throat> okay we definitely got to touch on that for at least a second uh-huh. oh. okay yeah definitely send <laughs> oh my god dude okay i'm i'm touching fire let's see I'm not even trying to toot my own horn, but, like, everybody's parts were fire on this shit for sure, but, like, that solo was so all over the place, it's crazy. Like, now listening back, like, that's probably the first time I've listened to that in, like, years. Whew, dude, I, even just hearing it through the phone, like, just, like,
1: dude, it's so good, man, it's, it's so good, and it deserves to be
0: up on Spotify. Yeah, we're at least going to be having it on Spotify via this episode. We're going to we're going to we're we're, we're going to play Rebirth too. Actually, fuck it, dude. This I remember this one This was like our Pink Floyd song. Mm-hmm. Like we really were just like No, man this one was like one where it just really breathes and we tried less and just went on minimalism dude and
1: it progresses so basically like
0: there's so many
1: different parts this this whole song tells the story man it's yeah
0: very it's creepy kind of
2: You're sitting mm-hmm. alone the noise from the town of Vision.
0: The back me. I love yeah. your, your oh, brush yeah. work That snare brush like Were you hitting a brush on that snare? That, yeah. that shit was just like ugh. So many cool textures All happening yeah, between
1: the drums and the little Your guitar home. that you're like bringing in the volume like that, like...
0: Oh, yeah, that's when we were into volume pedals. Uh-huh. The voice on the phone What a journey, man. Yeah. Makes
2: you think something's
0: old I actually have a conspiracy about this song. Oh, dear. I've done
2: something
0: I think he wrote this after I had this experience Dude, okay. Quick backpedal. Dude, Matt is so, like, dude, Matt trips me out so freaking hard. Like, okay, I swear to God, he will, like, he did shit that was, like, on and off the record, like, okay, where it'd be, like, I swear, like, the way, at least the way, (laughs) at least the way he writes his shit is, like, Somehow so ingenious to, like, either per- seem to pertain to, like, literally my p- particular life scenarios somehow. Like, I felt like he was so cryptic, like, almost especially towards me. It was, it is the weirdest thing. Like, I love that dude, and I know that he's, like, nothing but, like, love. But, like, I of got some sometimes, because I think he wrote that after I had this experience where... Um we were um and you remember when we were at the at the Sav- uh, yes. and then it they went missing and then yeah. the freaking dude okay all that is a conspiracy to me something made me want to say that like dude this is this is for real for real i i either think that like matt was like not okay with that and he literally handled it himself and then it just so happened to like coincide with a very strange like like blacked out impala coming into our driveway and and then i literally just like bugged and like freaking threw something like that dude and like was like talking to people like it, it that w- we were living with at the time about that. I'm like, dog, like, literally, like, it was like some it I, uh, like these two <laughs> things happened, like, pretty much at the same exact time at like that I discovered our um, flowers that were went missing. Yep, at the same time as I was chilling at the house by myself when this fucking random ass blacked out in like. Undercover Sedan pulled up in our driveway for a while.
2: Yo, I think
1: I saw that shit. I I remember like seeing the fucking shit back out of our driveway. We were so scared because if you remember prior to that, we had like, my sister was, she had gifted us like...
0: Oh! And and then we saw that, that, and then we saw that, oh! Dude, no, no, no! Yo, it was, you, you yeah. remember when we were out back smoking and we saw that fucking weird drone?
1: Yes. Yep. Silent, just glide right across the top of the backyard.
0: Homie, right I imagine it. things like that as mm-hmm. like, dude. Okay, either that was completely and utterly like some extraterrestrial whatever. Or it was like literally some Big Brother type shit doing its scans on um <laughs> thermal like thermal imaging, you know, yep. seeing where like
1: so true. So whatever true.
0: thermal infrared, all that blah blah. blah. Yeah. But then like that's something that I'll never forget, like because I've had yeah. so many weird like. And I'm so thankful for, like, the weird, like, sightings that I, that I have, um, that were with people, especially you. We saw that. It was very weird. It was, for the record, we were out back of our house in West Ashley. Um, it was probably, like, who knows, maybe, like, 10, 11 p.m., right? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. The, the, the sun was definitely down, and then we're just sitting there, and all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What's that? And we just sort of both catch the glimpse of, like, this very strange, like, almost like a triangular delta boomerang shaped craft. Very, kind of small, kind of very low. No lights. We only, I only noticed it at least from it being a black spot in the sky that was moving. No lights. Silent as an earthworm. And, like, basically... <laughs> And we just what We just sat there and kind of were just like completely silent as we just like we both immediately saw. No, because I remember. I remember. I was like, "Oh, is that like a UFO up there?" And then we looked, and it was like not a UFO. And then we immediately saw that.
1: Yep, yep. Just glided right over the backyard, right over the right over the house. Like, what was that? Com- like you said, yeah, completely
0: silent. Just like a black triangle in the sky like definitely not any handheld drone type thing at all like too Mm. too big to be that too small to be an actual like any any conventional even small aircraft or like Cessna whatever like it's it was
1: unidentified
0: precisely and um I'm, I'm actually like thinking about like um starting a A different podcast that like is uh, called the pursuit of truth and like truth seeking as in like not like people it's like outsiders on like conspiracies will be like that person is like a conspiracy theorist or whatever or whatever the and like but people on the inside are like we're not conspiracy theorists we are truth seekers that's that's what it's like if you It's kinda like those who are on the inside, if you if you say like, Yeah, I'm a conspiracy theorist too, you'll immediately be like, Hmm, this dude's a noob. Like he's no, like we aren't conspiracy theorists or truth seekers.
1: Right, right. And and it it does come with a completely different sort of connotation too, that you don't just source from one thing. Uh, you know, you could. Uh, I, I would look at it almost even as like a conspiracy theorist would, like only look into the conspiracy aspect of it, like and not consider any of your other, other possibilities. Just crush on like that idea. And it's like, well, yeah, like explore that, but also explore like what the other side is saying and like you know what the middle is saying, and, and really kind of form your own kind of see through that veil. Um, because I think every source that you're getting information from is going to have some sort of anchoring bias, like something that they are trying to get you to think. And so it's important to consider everything. And I love that you're going to uh, open up the discussion with, with people um, on a podcast. I would love to, to be a part of that one, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, for sure. And like, I'm kind of just like, you know, speaking into existence, so to say, I've, I've I, I, in actually like a huge podcast head now. Like I love, I just love for some reason, like just conspiracy podcasts and stuff. And like even, um, even other podcasts, it's just been something that like, I, it's, it's almost like a documentary, like an audiobook of a documentary kind of that uh, in the, in the form of episodes that like create series, like, there's so much weird shit out there, dude, that it's okay. just like, it's mind blowing. It's really mind blowing. Like the more that you the look, the more that you see, you know. And it, it, I swear, didn't didn't you see another? Um, wasn't there a time? Were weren't you there for some sort of a at discovering the waterfront? There, I know for a fact there was a a UFO. Mm-hmm. Sighting at discover the discovering the waterfront that I was there for but didn't see. I think we were all in the van, like that old Big Bertha, whatever conversion van that, that y'all had like we y'all had as like the band van at the time, and I think we were chilling in the van, like smoking or some shit, and then like basically two people in the two front seats saw some weird shit. And I was, like, right behind those seats. We were, like, the rest of us were not, like, we were in, like, the other um cleared out area where, like, other seats would be, but they weren't there. They got pulled out, and we, were, we would all just, like, chill there when there wasn't, like, musical equipment there. All that stuff. and Oh, my God,
1: it's funny just even thinking about touring and that thing with the music equipment in the middle in between. But, yeah, I remember being there, and... um <laughs> I was not one of the ones in the front seat. I do remember them seeing something and yeah, being present for it, but not actually seeing it. But dude, weird shit, honestly, like in the sky all the time, if you just like look often enough and and for long enough, like very often I see things that I'm like, yo, that is not a plane. Like what is that? It is a, you know, a light and then it just kind of disappears or it's, Starting to like kind of zigzag a little bit in the sky, like what the fuck? Like literally, it, it is happening all around us. And I want to drop a little thing. It's I think it's on like the, the Discovery Plus. Yo, paranormal experiences like these real fucking things caught on camera, whether it be from like spirits, ghosts,
0: aliens, cryptids, like all kinds of crazy shit. Okay, that is, damn, you even know about convinced. the. You even you even are savvy enough to even know the term cryptid word go on
1: yeah dude yo definitely check it out paranormal experiences uh caught on camera or something like that and it's like literally just like from people's like home security cameras or internal cameras like shit that you cannot fake um like very very convincing
2: footage yeah everything from bigfoot to like cryptids you've
1: never fucking seen before like these like Little wishbone, like walking creatures, very, very weird uh, aliens, people floating, like levitating, all kinds of crazy shit, dude. Like, we only know just an inkling of, like, what actually exists here and, like, what, yeah, what's beyond that veil, man. Like, yeah, so many, so many crazy possibilities, so many. Actualities that we don't realize.
0: Man, I can always count on you because this is what we always bonded about, dude. Just rent like on some shooting the shit type beat. Like basically this is this is a cool almost like precursor like outro inner like outro lewd into just like a taste of what that podcast could be like. And um mm-hmm. I've already I'm already meditating on like like specific people and like subjects and personal accounts um which is a big deal to me um and because I've had a lot of them like it hits me every now and then I'll be like dude I've actually seen like one too many things
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you feel is, like, the... Without going into a completely different podcast, what what do you think would be, like, one of the weirdest things that you've encountered or experienced?
0: Definitely the time I was out going to... um, I was driving by myself out to go DJ at this festival in Florida called Zen Awakening, and... Dude, for whatever reason, my mom was, like, all on me about, like, being safe. And I was like, come on, like, driven vans and trailers across the country with a bunch of other angels on board, like, uh, yourself, like, I, I know how to drive, like, this isn't even that bad of a drive, like, whatever, like, and she kept on irking me about it. And so, word, I actually, it actually got through to me. And You know what like so much to the point where I am um, before I left which was at night. I Was in my car I Said a prayer out loud To myself like in my car like literally just from the bottom of my heart and I was like You know dear Lord um, You know Jesus Christ and God um praying for my safety on this trip i pray for my very important guardian angels to be as close to me as possible in this trip and i hope to like spread love and light and inspiration to everybody around me at this festival i was really like i like i actually was like for real for real like my mom like got through to me and it made me it made me like gospel basically and like i actually prayed from the bottom of my heart with deep intent. This is like the thing that trips me out. It's like, cause I know that I had really deep, good intent on this prayer. And it only hit me after the fact, because I remember I was about to, when all this shit was going down, which there was a bunch of information on like when, this quote-unquote shit was going down i was about to just straight up pull my phone like i pulled my phone out because i was like i'm either when this shit started happening it's it's surreal you i was extremely afraid i there was a bunch of details leading up to why this was like very much like seemed like some very I, it's very hard to describe because yeah, I don't want to go into a whole nother podcast about it, but like The I was like I felt like I was about to get abducted And Holy shit. I, I literally pulled out my phone to take a picture and, and or video actually of this very strange anomaly that was extremely close to me and that continued to um, Look over me from afar as well oh. dude it's the weir- it's the weirdest thing there's so like this is easily a whole pot this one story is easily a whole <laughs> podcast in and of itself um on just the details of everything like i literally went from like about to just like straight up like capture this because i knew it was definitely not normal to being like if i even waste any time on doing this i could be abducted i'm gonna call my fucking mom dog i literally was like so scared i i defaulted to calling my mom on everything and being like mom you aren't gonna believe i should i i need to have i'll have my mom on for this episode of like the pursuit of truth for for her account on like when i called her because i was Fucking scared shitless dog like literally when you experience shit to the degree that I did in that moment. You're like My phones were getting my phone calls were getting dropped. My car engine was acting fucking weird Like this light was very fucking close to my car I was getting I felt like I was getting like not to sound crazy But telepathic messages as if like if you're gonna start recording this we're gonna abduct you boom I just was like About to shit my pants went straight to calling my mom the calls were getting dropped left and right I was like mom, you don't understand like I know you told me to be safe and I'm something's very strange is happening and Like literally had to just boil down details instantaneously instantaneously for her and she was like philip i had a very weird feeling about this and i was like no mom like you don't even understand like you got through to me and i said and this is where i started to instantaneously strangely realize as i was saying these things i was like mom like you know you like literally don't even understand like i'm very i'm extremely sober right now and um this is like i said a prayer before I headed out from the bottom of my heart I said it out loud and I was talking about for my guardian angels to Mm -hmm. be as close to me as possible wow and I was like uh, it literally hit me as I was saying it without even knowing but in simultaneously realizing if that makes sense and then I was like dude did I just like summon guardian angels that
1: is absolutely wild and beautiful and love how you tell that story i was like scared for your safety and then i'm just like wow what a beautiful resolve like my the hair was standing up on my arms as you were telling that dude like yeah you know when you have that visceral reaction to Like you said, bypass everything and call your mom. Like, that's real fear. That's real, yeah, like, being in that moment, dude. And that just, like, very accurately represents the experience that you went through, dude. That is really wild and, again, really, really beautiful
0: and yeah it's actually more about that not even to like cut you off but I will try to because this is such a thing I've been trying to get off my chest for a while like it's very hard to like get the courage to talk about this stuff because as real as it really is like I know for a fucking like there's way more to this story too by the way Mm -hmm. um, like when I I started calling my mom in the, the light was very close to my car um like there was a whole prequel situ- situation to this too but then it it I I drove past this and then it it appeared up in the sky because it was a blinking light it was a blinking white like br- like white yellow almost like the top of a of a lighthouse like almost like a beacon like that like where it would pulsate and um and then it I first saw it straight in front of me and my car RPM started to do some weird stuff, they started going up and down, some stuff that has never happened before or since this situation in my car the one that I got bought from your um, um, <laughs> from your stepdad and um, yeah. my car, I, I was in cruise control and my car RPM started going mm-hmm. Dude. And like in almost in correlation to the blinking light that I saw in front of me and then it appeared really close to my car and then I called my mom and then it showed up in the sky on the upper left-hand side of me and then I was geeking out and I literally threw my visor in the middle of the night I threw my visor off to the left so I couldn't see it. Boom. The light was all of a sudden up in the upper right-hand corner. Uh-huh. And then I threw down my other visor so I had two visors down now boom it showed up in the middle And I'm telling my mom all this stuff and I'm like literally hiding my eyes behind the visor Like trying to purposely angle it so it literally isn't I can't like I couldn't look at it It was like it was like I needed to look at it to be like Making sure I'm like real life tripping out and then I would like be like this is too this is literally stranger than fiction and i would have to like actually like force my head like to be blocking this thing and then it would incur itself in another point of my peripheral to force its visual presence and then it forced me and my mom to talk about all this stuff that had to do with like my deceased father and it almost like the light Finally went away Like this thing was following me. It was a blinking light dude. Like I can't make this up. It would change its Appearance in the sky based on me trying to block it out Right, it's very hard to explain it like it doesn't it it doesn't it's so weird It's so weird and then only up until the point where I actually got to some strange strangely beautiful closing point with my mom about my dad on like the whole thing about this being a thing because I'm like mom I w- I literally realized on the phone I was like mom this might be guardian angels yeah and yep. I'm like I'm like mom I'm not even kidding like you named me after a saint it may I, I wasn't even trying to be like I wasn't even trying to be like that, but I was trying to be like, yo, like I'm seeing things like and it's very weird and then The thing finally went away after me and my mom came to this conclusion. I stopped at a gas station saw it still as I was pumping gas and I told my mom like I Still see this thing. It's it's Literally like fucking stalking me and then me and my mom came to this closing point in the conversation It was a really good closing point talked about dreams and stuff, blah, 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 blah. We're really going off on tangent, but this is almost a taste on on, another, on the whole other podcast that I kind of want to tease in. And like, then it went away. And then I, I played around. Hours down the road, I still couldn't get it off my head. And I said, if this is really guardian angels, then you'll show yourself again. And I literally was just like talking to myself out loud kind of type thing. Literally fucking around with manifesting again, and boom, it came up in the fucking sky. Dog, I can't even make this shit up. And then I was, and then I was geeked. I was done. I was literally done with it. I was done. I was complete at that point. I was like, I'm playing with fire, like a motherfucker right now, and I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing something very fucky, and this isn't. This is spooking the fuck out of me. And so I just, I try, I tried to close the case verbally out, just like handle it like in it literally between me and like the universe i was trying to handle i was like okay like you've proven yourself and i'm good and then i ended up the the address that was supposed to be for this place um this festival it changed so the first address that i got brought me out to this the creepiest fucking cornfield you could ever... Like, a dead... Like, it was like a dead-end cul-de-sac street, but a corn... Like, there was a... Ro- I don't... Dude, I don't even know why I took this road, dog. It was the... I should have turned around, dude. I should have fucking turned around, but it was, like... It was, like, the most bum-fuck shit you've ever... At the <sighs> middle of the night by myself in Florida, uh and the, and I'm... I'm like okay i'm just going through this fucking cornfield like dirt road bear, like nothing but cornfield around me and then i get out on the other side and i'm like dude this is i didn't even know when this road would end it went way too long like i was straight up like this the whole night is geeking me out and i was like not okay with it and um And then that happened and i'm like on this random dirt field going into the middle of i couldn't even see nowhere and then um and then it finally came to a paved road i turned onto the road and was driving and uh you know kind of realizing fuck, the address changed you know i need to actually go to this other address um which bugged me out because it felt super sketchy rolling up into that situation to begin with. It really felt super sketchy. Um, And um, I didn't know where I was going. And then I came out on the other end The moment I came out, I was like, word, okay, finally, a fucking paved road. Oh, my God. I was, like, literally, like, praise the Lord. Boom. I saw headlights behind me coming up on me at what seemed to be, like, 250 miles an hour. I'm not Uh, even making this up. I literally almost wrecked my car getting it to the side and was, like, looking for this car to pass me because I was like, dude, who the fuck is this trying to literally run me over? uh I was scared shitless, dog, and... I, I almost wrecked my car, pulling it off to the side, and then nothing passed me.
2: <gasps> dude what the
0: fuck at that point, I literally was like saying everything I could out loud, trying to reverse like things that I said on accident out loud that accidentally manifested thing. I literally <laughs> was like w- like shitting my pants in half that. Is
1: super fucking scary, dude. So, did you end up like you ended up making it to your destination? Did you see this again that evening, or like was that the?
0: No, I tried, I tried to call it all off. You know, I I, I called it off. Um, I because. Got you. The thing is, un- literally the most into- one of the things is mostly the, the the most unbelievable parts of the story is me reconjuring where I was like, if this was really something, you'll show yourself again. I literally tested Uh, the universe. And uh it happened, dude. I can't... It's one of those things where you're just like... It's stranger than fiction. And you just... You stop fucking with voodoo. Yeah. Yep.
1: Wow, dude. But also... I mean, okay, you never know like what these energies could really be. Like you said, you don't know what you're fucking with when you are like kind of getting into that. But at the same time it is like you did have this beautiful resolution with your mom like you said and you called upon your guardian angels and I'm a firm believer that everybody does have guardian angels
2: you know like yeah dude I I think that's that's really
1: beautiful and maybe and you said you did not go to the festival no I did I did
0: oh you did okay okay yeah and believe me I was shook the whole time
1: dude I bet I bet that's an incredible story, man.
0: Wow. And that's just one wow. of them. You know what I mean? That was like that's one of my like light bulb ones for sure. But yeah, that's just the taste. Anyways, it's it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. We we live in yeah. we live in a very mysterious universe.
1: Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Nice. And I'm down to explore it, man. Down to see what all the possibilities are and what. Yeah, I've always been about like getting to like the core. I've always been really interested in
2: all those things we can't see um, or we don't experience on a daily basis. Like, yeah, dude, very very cool,
1: man. I I love it, and I look forward to the pursuit of
0: truth. Amen, brother. Yeah, it's like we were. You remember we were even out of town uh, in Costa for what was it? Our we went there twice. Was it or once? No, like,
1: uh, one time. Yeah, we and then we were there state.
0: for when the, the world was supposed to end, you remember? Yes,
1: 2020. Uh huh. Yep, it was like the end of the Mayan calendar. Yep,
0: December of 2020. Mm-hmm. We oh, or
1: 2012.
0: Christmas. What's that? December 2012, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah no, not 2020. 2012. Oh, not 2020. <laughs> Shit. Not yeah, 2020. 20- yeah, 2012. 20. Yeah, we were like 22, 23. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yeah, dude. Um, but, dude, I'm stoked on this podcast. We, we got to, we got to um, show the world some of our old stuff from This Is Home. You know. Yep. Um, oh, also, wait before we sign off, cause I can, I'll be editing this shit and whatnot. Like I kind of still want to um. Save some of that shit that we were talking about right there—the spooky stuff. Uh-huh. Kind of, uh-huh. I might actually like splice that into a different, the different podcast. Let's listen to time really quick, just a little bit of it.
2: Words. This song
1: threw down. Wait, what? Oh, I said this song throws down.
0: Oh, dude, wait for it. this is the arrangement of the song is very interesting
2: it's good man well thought out yeah.
0: and then chorus right here three two
2: one and What the f- fu- What was this gang- What were those gang vocals?
1: Dude, so fucking dope.
0: Nothing oh, will oh, be was, solved. Uh, is that what it was? Uh,
1: nothing will be solved. You're a product of the sum. Oh, nothing that's what it was, nothing yeah. Nothing will be solved,
0: yeah. You're a product of the sum, yeah. Like- Yeah. That, that song, like, from the intro into the first verse is very in- Like- Now, listening back, it almost seems like a very stark transition, like, between the intro, like, whole thing into the first verse, it's just like, and boom, it changes the vibe, like,
2: <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> right, <so> true. <laughs> like, <clears> one <throat> sec like, right here, like, okay, banana, like, right here, coming up.
1: Yeah, dude, yeah, that you know transition's what? pretty, yeah.
0: I almost, <laughs> if I were to be, like, there in the room at this, like, future self being, like, I'd be like, yo, let it breathe for, like, a few beats and then come in with the verse. Uh-huh. <laughs> so true. So true
1: dude but overall good man i really love that that breakdown like yeah there's a lot of passion happening there and i think the recordings kind of captured that too
0: yeah no i agree i do agree there's a, a very much like ferocious energy kind of like in these records um mm-hmm. and yet again matt just continues to trip me out with his lyrics
1: Right, dog. Dude, it's it's funny. Yeah, just going back to that, like there's definitely been times where he's singing and I'm like, You're singing about me.
0: Bro. Like, dude, you it's
1: <laughs> Oh man, it's- you remember that time? I think we were out coming coming back in from coming outside we were outside smoke and we walked in, he's playing the piano and he's like, um cause you're always high or yeah. something and it's like you See you wanted me to move here cause I sound like Anthony Green or you wanted me to you like the way I sing cause I sound like Anthony Green or something like I'm like yo bro
0: <laughs> yeah like come on like no but like at the same time like he, he was like that artsy and into like the element that it was like that for him
1: so true so true
0: yeah it, it just like it really geeked me out and like you know, it was very much like it, It it's, oh man, we need to, we really need to like, I want, I really want to see that on spot of like, we, we need to do something to make sure that's, a, there's a bigger legacy outside of like YouTube, like I would almost <laughs> even like to, cause for the at last glance, um, oh my God, dude, it's like, we literally at last glance, um obviously the band that you came in on drums for the, um, the first big passion project band that we, we only recently released that album.
2: That's
1: so true. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I would, I would love, I don't know if, um, whoever's got an artist account, man, upload it. I'm dying to, to listen to it through.
0: Yeah, I could, I could do that. Yeah. And, oh, Really quick, um, shameless self-plug. Yeah, I basically, um, like, listening back on, like, the way that things were mixed and mastered, like, back, you know, in that era, where it was, like, before the whole EDM, oversaturated bass vibe came into waveforms of songs. Like, the bass was so much more... I re-engineered all of those um, tracks to be like a little bit more uh, modernized on the At Last Glance album All Eyes On You, go check it out uh, At Last Glance, All Eyes On You, that is a record that we wrote way back in the day and only recently came out, I yeah, remastered all those things from Peppermint and Cigarette Studios, Matt Cyclone huge shout out he, he is now doing Holy City Music Studio and he engineered the God's tracks, God's G-O-D-S with a period at the end. Honest is the album. That's um me Deslin, same uh, the singer from At Last Glance. Now the drummer of God's three-piece band with me Deslin and Chris Barrow. Chris Barrow plays guitar. I'm on bass. Desi's on drums. Um. Yeah, and it's almost like a a sequel. I feel like now, in hindsight, it feels like a sequel to This Is Home.
1: Yeah, but you guys got your yeah, uh, you guys got your own vibe going too, man. And I love like I love what y'all are bringing to the table as well. It's it's similar but different, but I can definitely see the um, merriment of the two, like where they where they coincide with each other
0: yeah you know it's it's sort of like a a cross influence and huge shout out thank you so much you and your lovely bride cop those shirts off of com thank you Rocking
1: currently it's the comfiest shirt we own we both agree and uh dude Fuck fucking yes. love the design love supporting the homies love the music so
0: yeah Thank you so much, dude. We'll wrap it up here. Um, we've definitely had a very good conversation. I usually keep them around an hour. I'll. I, I'm thinking about editing out like that part about the UFO stuff, but like, um, in bringing that in as like a a segment on, like I said, the other soon to be um, realized podcast, but. Um, We covered so much stuff dude and this is what i like about interviewing not even interviewing but like quote unquote interviewing you know talking with people who i've had some serious music connections with you know what i mean like all the stuff that we have realized into existence as far as music is concerned as far as you know we we've done all we went through the hoops on getting You know, we had the, the six by 10 trailer with the 15 passenger, uh, Chevy express, you know, we hit the road, we booked the MySpace gigs. We, we (laughs) literally have, we, we've got a lot under our belt and to be proud of for what it's worth.
1: Agreed. Agreed, man. Best times of my life for sure. And, um, or some of the best times at least. And, uh, yeah, it's always been an honor, like, in any any project that we've been in, like, it's always been an honor to, uh, to create with you, to play with you, and, um, yeah, it's been cool to, to reconnect, man, and, and revisit those songs.
0: Um, yeah, it's been a, been an absolute pleasure. Amen, dude. And, you know, we've gone through the past, we've gone through some present, as far as the future is concerned. Sky ain't the limit. <laughs> you
2: can dream. You can do
0: it. Yo, if you can dream it, you can do it. What I thought was an Anthony Yinta <laughs> original quote.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: We'll just keep. We'll go with that. We'll yeah, we'll keep deal. the we'll keep the the myth real. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But um, so we, you know we will have much more in the future ahead of us. Like I honestly feel like there's Desi and I are plotting on um, low key, high key, like this side project thing Mm -hmm. because God's is kind of going through like, for lack of better words, like a hiatus. Um, And in that vacuum, I've already been plotting on, like, a side project, like, low-key, high-key in my head, and I was wanting it to kind of be a one-man band thing, but then I was like, nah, I need to have Dizzy up in that bitch. And then, um... So, yeah, that's where Biracial Brothers was born. And, um, we recently talked about it, because we, we wanted to, like, start, like, that whole skit thing, but then, like, I was so we we created the placeholder on instagram you know at like in um TikTok for like biracial brothers um for the comedy thing strictly and we've got a whole like prac basically a, a whole season's worth of shit like in notes um and but then i been trying we we have one practice like officially under our belt for like this whole side project thing which will be like completely improv based shit but it's okay but it's also gonna be spliced in with comedy
1: very cool okay
0: so it's almost gonna be like in between songs will be cracking punchlines but then like taking vocal samples of like that material and turning it into the next song like type shit for real for real like where it'll all be complete like we w- we have to master our own art and it's a very well, on my end it's very fucking complicated. I'm I'm literally it takes like at least thirty minutes to set this shit up where I've got like my computer like with presets ready to go for that are connected to my keyboard Uh, i've got my guitar as well my bass guitar as well a microphone plugged in obviously because we have to have a dialect in there and then turn that into things and literally create complete loop based improv jokey fun uplifting funky fresh as fuck vibes that are like dance like irrefutably danceable.
1: Fuck yeah, dude. Yo, that sounds super fucking dope. Mixing it with that comedy element, like, yo, all about that improv. Yeah, like I follow uh Mark Rubier. I don't know. Yes, yes no,
0: name. that is it. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes, okay. yes, 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 word, yes.
1: Word. Yeah, dude. Super fucking cool. Very very cool to watch that that creative process unfold uh in real time i think that's dope and uh fkj is it yes
0: exactly Um, dude no fuck yeah you took you you, oh my god really quick you you're taking you get out of my head like (laughs) it's it's when i describe this to people i'm like imagine a mix between if you even know what I'm talking about, Mark Ribier mixed with fucking um, FKJ mixed with even like a, a TT of like Tosh, Sultana, um, Reggie Watts, oh, yeah. Beardy Man uh-huh. vibes, all in also some flavor you've never tasted before.
1: I fucking love it, dude.
0: Yo. That's a really area of creativity to explore, man, there's, I
1: don't think there's anybody out there doing that, like, doing the improv comedy along and then, like, building fucking songs off of it, that fucking vibe, like...
0: Except for, okay, yeah, like, roughly, yeah, except for pretty much Beardy Man, Reggie Watts, Mark Ribier. um... Ugh. But what we would do would be something that has not been touched it'd be similar Mm
2: -hmm.
0: but still untouched because none of those people are actually bringing up the actual organic instruments like I will be I would literally be real time switching between like putting my guitar around my neck setting that down after I get the loop Done, which I have the same loop station as Mark Rivier. It's the Boss RC five hundred five, top of the line creme de la crop loop station on the market. Anyways, um, like boom, pick up the bass, fuck around with that, maybe set the loop, do a little solo, start getting funky with the pedals, you know, like literally go to keyboard, vocals, everything. Very interactive based. Yeah, like literally crowd um interaction, you know what I mean? Um
1: like a whole experience.
0: Yeah, where you bring the people into the experience by being like, Hey, that dude's got a tie that's too short for his shirt. Mm. Hey. That dude's got a tie that's too short for his shirt, uh. Uh-huh. Hey, the dude's got a tie. It's too short for us, sure. like, and like you know what I'm saying? Like, but whatever. Like, that's just like a rando, like yeah. example as fuck. Um, nobody would probably be wearing a tie to our show. <laughs>
1: you never know, man. Those those uh, record executives coming out, dude.
0: Right? Yeah, calling them out. Hey, uh-huh. this record label execs got some fucking tie from fourth grade on his neck. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah. So um you know Definitely <laughs> it's, it's it's a lot of talk at first, but that's the way manifesting kind of goes. We gotta practice under our belt. Like I can kinda like real like we've been through enough projects in our day to be like, yeah, like you know, you can you can you can talk a lot of game. Um and at the end of the day, it comes down to, like, what your performance will be like. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, we've 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 done enough performances. Like, where it's, like, I'm not just t- completely talking out of my ass. I'm really trying to, like, preempt people. I'm, su- I'm super stoked on this.
1: Fuck yeah, dude. I'm stoked, man. I can't wait to see what y'all create.
0: Yep. So, Biracial Brothers uh for all those yeah it's <laughs> called that because i'm white and no i'm black and deslin's white that's why <laughs> <laughs> joke i'm yeah, white buddy. deslin's black Ugh. but yeah we're basically brother, brothers from different dads one of them was black one of them was white <laughs> <laughs> by original Brothers dude yeah man so I I, I I, hit him with a slew of other side project names all really good ones I don't even want to I don't even want to put them on the table for anybody else to steal uh-huh. I'll tell you afterwards but yeah no we were like let's just cause we were thinking I was thinking about having the side like the musical side project name different than the comedy side project thing but then I was like no it shouldn't we should coincide those have them just have it all be biracial brothers and be a little bit different you know a lot of people are out here doing skits and stuff but how much of it is actually incorporated into music
1: zero that I know of at least
0: so that's like a little um that's like a little uh you know passion project that we're aspiring towards and i imagine us like dude this is my high hopes of dreams like i love imagination and just thinking in your head i could see us hopefully inevitably coming to um to tucson you know uh, and and having you be up with us, like just, just super organic, like vibes. Modest Mouse had two drummers.
1: That's true. That is true. Yo, I would love to collab, man. I've even got an electronic. I've got a nice uh, Roland kit that I can uh, hook up.
2: Um, I would, yeah, get like a some sort of program. I've got Garage Band.
1: Um, I've got a MIDI cable. Make some some something happened
0: dude easy peasy midi into a di into a system where whatever if you if if you want to come up with a, a, a e drum you know um then word dude i've got nothing wrong with e drums that create a cool like um like texture contrast even like between organic drums that Desmond will be playing and like the e-drums that you'd be playing where you can switch between all these presets
1: dude very very true I like that man yeah and uh, dude even there's, there's talk about heading back east eventually maybe to the Asheville area so mm-hmm. dude it's mm-hmm. inevitable that we'll be closer one day soon and that would be really cool to be able to create again
0: yeah, you know, so we kind of got to, like, leave it on, like, a inspirational, dreamy note. You know what I mean?
2: Indeed. Indeed.
0: All right. Well, okay. For the closing of this segment, once again, here we are. It is, <laughs> dude, my time, Eastern Standard Time, 1143, Thursday, September 29th. Tropical or Hurricane Ian is encroaching on the southeast of the United States Anthony is over uh, in Arizona completely unscathed and um, (laughs) um, In a different time zone, but you know what like this is a long overdue podcast I'm so glad we got to unearth some of our old stuff you know, let's let's not l- like um, what's the word just kind of uh, I, I really do want to bring the the second EP to the internet I don't want to leave it unjustified because Fire um, Rebirth and um, Time are untitled se- second EP I definitely want that justified
1: Likewise, yeah, and even, even Backbone, man, let's get it, get it all up there, and...
0: Yeah, it's for on YouTube.
1: Pleasure. That's, for, well, yeah, I think, but, I don't think Backbone is, but, yeah.
0: Backbone, think- wait, Backbone. Backbone, yeah, as in, like, I, I didn't see Space on our YouTube, but I saw, um, Disease, the first track, Release, <laughs> the last track, I'm sorry, I'm, like... Literally in my computer just just scrounging for last-minute plugs Um, Once again, this is home TV dude, that's our old project Um, We have ten videos a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff from our studio time back in the day that uh I uh, Edited um, we got release purging disease up there a live montage this is home is dead which was our random comedy horror thing uh this is studio time so far oh my gosh sorry I can't just so we arrived
1: yesterday here in uh, Jacksonville north
0: that's my voice dude how Prepubescent was I at uh-huh. twenty two. Was that you or is that yes, me? Yes, that was me. I thought it was you.
1: <laughs> That's so funny,
0: dude! I can't even believe my. I haven't listened, I haven't watched or listened to this in years.
1: Yo, I mean, eleven years ago at this point, this at was, least.
0: Yeah, this was July twentieth, two thousand ten, on the upload date. We were at Matt. Tuton's parents' cabin, sitting all out front, cross-legged. Me, you, Johnny, Matt.
1: So we arrived yesterday. I have a mullet. Here in uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina. So, we're gonna be later yeah. We're staying at Matt's parents' cabin. Staying in a cabin. <laughs> we started work today on our EP's backbone. Today we got done tracking drums for the album. That's you. We're stoked to uh, have you guys hear this stuff. So. Dude, the way you edited these videos were fucking priceless, by the way.
0: Aw, dude, thanks, man. I really like it. I, I really, yeah. I really, uh, I, I, really do appreciate appreciation around like the. It was supposed to be funny, man. Like it for was real.
1: Funny as fuck, dude. I like. Yeah, I'm sitting over here. I can still see the fucking footage in my head. I'm like laughing, like. Dude. dude. Yeah. Refrigerator did, like, song. So big- Little cuts and shit dude like
0: refrigerator song refrigerator yes. song Refrigerator yes. song like what opening and closing the refrigerator door to like uh-huh. Dude, no wait for it, oh, Just
2: for it. <laughs> going this rice. Rice. oh God oh, uh, one
0: going on my- <laughs> Did you have a butt- yeah, I feel like you had a butt going up your fucking jean shorts, dog. Yes, uh-huh. What? Hold on, I'm sorry. Just no that? That? To anyone that's- thanks. I wanna say- this. Ooh,
2: there's one going up my shorts, actually. Oh, God. oh <laughs>
0: There's one going up my shorts, actually. Oh, God. What was it, an ant? Pun intended. Cause your nickname is Ant, because you're Anthony. Anyways, yeah. I wanna Listen.
2: say just with it all.
0: Huh. Oh my god, dude. With the 15 passenger van in the background next to the the cabin and we all just get together for a
1: a long photo. Yeah, dude.
0: Like, we're, we're, I guess we'll like she screen cap good. Yeah, this. good. Mm-hmm. Then we just awkwardly talk about it. Like, uh uh-huh. Oh my god, dude. No, one more, one more. That's it, dude. I swear to God, this is. I I just uh, man, this trip down memory lane is too golden for me right now. Right here. This is home day two studio sneak peek. No. Ice Dream. Oh
2: All right, I got us a
0: uh, course. This is one clip I'm trying to get of you. Right here. Wait.
1: So it's really freaking hot out. This is what I'm doing. I'm capturing some HD footage. Yeah, or something.
0: <laughs> Flip cam.
1: Oh my <laughs> God. So basically it's outside. You just want everyone to
0: know, you know? <laughs> I'm basically outside. I just want everybody to know, you know? <laughs> Oh my god! I like yeah. I, great I, editing. I so edited that against yeah. you, like. <laughs> uh-huh, I'm like giving a legitimate like
1: studio update.
0: Yeah. So it, I'm like outside. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, right. literally like outside, uh, <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> you know, uh, like. Dog, You edited it like that on me? Uh-huh. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. You took out everything substantial and then just left it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Honestly, it was all useless
1: details anyway. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Much
1: better to reminisce on that. Oh, my God, dude. It like,
0: like, just like... Wiping your like hair to the side, you know what I mean, like, <laughs> like we were all doing it that in that oh, yeah. in 2010, dude. You just got. I still do it today. I got. I got.
2: I
1: was like just doing it as you were saying that. I'm,
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it right now. I'm literally just like, fucking finessing my hair to the side for no reason. Uh huh. Oh my god, dude. Good we little hair flip. It's just funny as fuck, man. No, it's like the, I think it's also really quickly just because it's such a good episode for me personally. I feel like this is a really good, like, offhanded, like episode. It's um the um ha 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 the um the way that we it's it it just even is weird to me how like I was. We, I didn't even really know what dubstep was, but I was listening to it like that was the first shit The first dubstep shit like I listened to like EDM wise things that are like precursors to like my DJ career type shit
1: Who is that like Jess or someone that Gave you that mixtape with Borgor and
0: oh my god, Jess dude
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Jess Yeager, dear lord. Mm-hmm. Whatever she's doing. Um dude pro- probably. It was it definitely it probably so it was from
1: time at least, but yeah. probably
0: from Jess or something like that. Something makes me want to say, yeah. Something like that's right. Mm-hmm. Well yeah, dude. Alright, man. So this has been Episode 14 of the Pursuit of Sound with Double Crown here with super special guest, best friend for infinity and beyond, Anthony Genta. Uh-huh. Um, you know, bandmate through At Last Glance, The Moment, and This Is Home. and um, And things yet to come. So, Agreed. So, um... You know? We'll just cap it off like that, dog. Say, say goodbye. All your, your good blessings. And we'll end the recording.
2: Perfect.
1: Yeah, dude. It's been a pleasure reminiscing on all our past projects, our past memories, conspiring ideas for the future, and... Yeah, dude just genuinely stoked for you all of our friends everybody that we've created with i'm proud of of everybody and <clears throat> yeah super honored to be on this podcast man I, I love to see you in the community doing the work uh just cultivating that uh yeah that musical connection
0: man i think that's super important so Mad props to you. and um, Right back at you, brother. Thank you. The
1: world, man. I can't wait to uh, see what the future holds.
0: Amen. Well, this concludes the 14th episode of The Pursuit of Sound with Double Crown. And catch us back for episode 15. And so many more to come. Peace, y'all.